Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast with another episode of Brunch with Naomi Osaka. Today we have a guest who has written a book <laughs> called Dating What the F. Or what? Let's go for it. Uh, her name is Laurie Hardacker and she will be joining us very shortly. Sorry, uh, just run that by me again. The name of the book is Dating what the fuck right okay it's an ambiguous title it, it, it is isn't it <laughs> yeah i'm not sure what it means to me but uh, okay um and how did you encounter this person in the first place um through the facebook group the uh the podcast nation um she reached out to me okay um, uh, following up on an inquiry that i'd made i think with somebody else she must have seen the comment and then decided to reach out. Um, so she was on my, podcast. Can I well, introduce my co-host, my wonderful co-host, who has who has been ever so patient with me today, Mark Wilson? Thank you. Hi. Good afternoon, everybody. Good morning. Good evening. Just uh, in case you were wondering what this other voice was, who this other voice was. Rather. If you don't know me by now, then you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but just in case you're a new listener as well, because we're all we're global, we're all over the world, so. I am Jermaine. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Mark. And it's a real pleasure to have you with Curious Anarchy today. Uh, you're with um, a very interesting podcast or what the... F- yeah. So, uh, welcome. Just waiting for Laurie to join there now. Oh, sorry. Okay. She has the link. Uh, she has the link, yeah? Yeah. For those of you listening in sunny climbs around the world, I literally just walked out my house. It was beautifully sunny, and all of a sudden, it's just poured down with absolute ferocity and, and emotion. The rain is coming down, as they say, in bucket loads. Oh, let, let's hope that's moving, uh, moving north, and not south. Blue sky. Well, that's cloudy. why I went for a walk because it was lovely and sunny. And in fact, <laughs> in some parts of the sky, it still is. It's just not over this bit. <laughs> I feel like one of those Bible stories where the cloud follows you around. <laughs> like one of those cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so um, from a lovely sunny yet pouring down with rain uh, London, uh, we welcome you to the podcast. If you're curious mm. or you're feeling anarchic, by all means, contact us. We're still waiting to hear from our legions of fans around the world. It'd be really nice to have someone on and have a chat so that you can realise how wonderful a world community we have. Um, Indeed. And I'm, I'm curious today with this book. I, I don't know where we're going with it or what it, uh, what it stands for. But uh, to be explained, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It will be. It will be. Um, she wrote a book uh, called Dating What The Fuck and it's about her 30 plus years of dating. So uh, it's a very long time, and uh, I do believe that Laurie Hardaker has just joined us. Welcome, Laurie, to the Curious Sanity Show. Thank you. Hello, how are you? Hi. Very well, thank you. Very well. Um, <laughs> first of all, Laurie. First of all, I'm Jermaine, and I'm with my co-host Mark here. Hi, Hello, Jermaine. Jermaine. Hey, Jermaine. Um, Hello, Laurie. How are you? I, I, we were just talking about our audience base, as we're we're global. 
um, <laughs> in around 20 countries. Um, whereabouts are you based, Laurie? Um, in the US, I am currently in Florida. Wow. Yep. Is that the Sunshine State, is it? That is the Sunshine State. Yeah, we were just before you came on, I was talking about how it's pouring down with rain where we are now. So, welcome from the Sunshine State. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank is you. It, is it sunny there today? It's I'm sunny and getting warm. very, very warm. Summer is coming here and our summer is hot. So before we go into the to, to your book and we start talking about that, I've, I've got one question I'd like to ask you if you permit me to. Sure. What's going on with the heat? The heat's where? Here or where no, you are? The, the basketball team. Oh, I don't, I don't even know who that is. It's a Miami team, apparently. Oh, I'm not from Florida, so oh, I've only sorry. been here about less than two years. I'm originally from Massachusetts, so Patriots. Oh, come on, the Patriots. Yeah, absolutely. I remember yes. that name from a long time ago. Wow. Yes, yes. How so, are they going I don't on? know. Well, now that they've lost Tom Brady, who's come down here. Yeah, yeah. He, he they're not good. Yeah, yeah. Now we have him down here. So, yeah, they're wow. not doing well back home. But they're doing good down here, the Buccaneers with Tom he's Brady. He's the Buccaneers, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. He won the Super Bowl. So. I saw, yes. Uh, <laughs> he gave hope to uh, all us old folk who believe that there's no energy left in the bones. He proved that otherwise. So, oh man, I know. I think he just signed on for three more years. Wow. See, mm. people out there, if you're if you're feeling old, stop feeling old today because you're and still going, still running. That's right. How That's old is right. Mid forties, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but he plays like he's mid twenties. I mean, he was up against the young challenger in the final, and he just taught him how to play. Basically, it was amazing. Yeah, he's pretty. He's like an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, big time. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, welcome. I just thought I'd try and bring some sort of a uh, relative uh, reference points for you, but uh, yes, they, they didn't work anyway because you you're not from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know that was the name of the basketball team. So. Okay, well, they got they got to the equivalent of the Super Bowl last year, but this oh, year, they're, okay. But they're falling all over the place at the moment. So, uh, oh, okay, know. sorry, sorry, no, Floridians. No, I, I, it's, I think they're from my, they're from Miami. The Miami Heat, yeah. yeah now yeah, that you say yeah. it, it sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we play football <laughs> down here, so we don't know. So, I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to welcome you in a roundabout way. And you're in, in London, a, right? We are, That's yeah. Right. Yeah, I spent well, a semester in college in London. Oh, whereabouts? Oh, gosh. I, I don't know. Oh, North, God. south, east, west? Oh, God, I have no idea. I'm trying to remember <laughs> the name of my tube stop. Oh, God, that'd be great like, if, you could, if you could do that. That'd be cape? great. Was there a cape? Something cape? Can I uh, uh, No. Oh, uh, what was the name of my tube stop? Oh, I can't oh, even you remember. Just remember. What color was it on? What color was the tube? Oh my God, I have no idea. I can't remember. That's, I mean, that was a long oh, time ago. That was back in 1993. You just want to call the on here, ladies and gentlemen, when someone offers you the opportunity to guess where they were and don't give you enough <laughs> I do remember your uh, Cadbury chocolate vending machines, and that was like heaven. <laughs> okay, they, they are 
probably anywhere you want to go in the country. They're probably as numerous as most of the banks and things we have. So that oh, doesn't help in our red town. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, so. I'm glad you enjoyed it anyway. That's good. What yeah. was your view of London? What, you have, what, what was your overall from the semester? What did you learn or what did you feel um, about the I did a semester abroad for dance and theater. So we saw like over 50 theater and dance performances. Wow. It was amazing. Wow. That wow. yeah, was awesome. I, I, I liked it. I did. I'd, I'd love to go back. I haven't been back since then. Well, first so. of all, I would like to welcome you to London anytime you want to come. No, oh, I love it. And secondly, I want to say that, Laurie, that I, uh, I used to work with the homeless and we, we, we got free tours around the, the theaters in the daytime when they weren't busy. Oh, nice. And we once went. We once got taken to Judy Dench's dressing room in Piccadilly, wow. and it was bigger um, than my house. Uh, <laughs> it was just amazing. It had better sofas. It was just I could have lived there. Everyone, all the homeless people I brought couldn't live there. It was just absolutely outstanding. And that was her dressing room. It was amazing. That is phenomenal. I know. I got to get back there. Oh, now I'm agitated that I can't remember the name Listen, of my tube stop. You have an open invitation. Thank you. It is. Miami, it's, a place. it's not far from Miami. It's a, it's a short hop from there. Yeah, right. Well, I live on the west coast of Florida. Oh, okay. okay. I live on the Gulf of Mexico, not wow. on the Atlantic. The Ring of Fire. The Ring of Fire. Okay, well, well <laughs> you're still welcome. It doesn't matter that you're in the Gulf. Yes. It's strange talking to an American about the Gulf and it not being somewhere in the Middle East. That's quite interesting conversation. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So, so um, your book then, Dating What the Fuck. Um, <laughs> what's the title? Yeah. Can we explain it, it, the title? Yeah, please. Well, I am 49 and never married. So I've been dating on and off for you know, like 30 years. And I was like, everyone kept telling me that I needed to write a book because I guess just the way I talked about it, I was so funny. But so when I lost my job due to COVID, I'm like, I'm going to start writing it. I don't know. It just came to me in like three seconds. Those four words came to me in three seconds because those four words basically wrap up dating today. Like, what the fuck? It's a disaster. <laughs> like, that's how it came. And I think yeah. those four words say it all in a very short sentence. Wow. I mean, awesome. What a great way of starting the, you know, like people to read your book. It's awesome. I, I am. Thank um, you. Can I ask, um, what would be your sort of ideal date? Oh, that's such a cheesy question. Seriously. It, 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 ideal? I guess at this point, well, I mean, I did recently, not I guess recently, but I've been dating somebody for a while. But at, at this point in my life in dating, if I were to date again, an ideal date? would be with a guy who actually looks like his profile, hasn't lied, <laughs> you know, isn't an asshole, isn't really married, is the age he says he is. I mean, come on now. Yeah, I, I, I figured that was all we were going to get back when Jermaine asked you that. I thought, what a cheesy start, though, because uh, I think and if I, you've been, You know what I mean? If you've been doing it for that long, I'm sure your experiences will... will, will automatically have alarm systems going everywhere about everything that you hear see and, and experience yes. so i think we need to start probably before that how you got to be <laughs> can we say disillusioned with the with the process it's just 
I mean, it, meeting people organically does not happen really as much as it did back when I was young. Like a lot of people meet in high school or college or at their jobs, but um, it's just different now. If you're dating, everything is just so internet based. It's so not. So, what does that mean? What does that mean in terms of um, in terms of it being different? Like, I understand obviously it's a medium of communication, but. When you say it's internet-based, what, what does that kind of lead to? What does that tell us about the difference? I think the problem with internet-based dating is there's a couple problems. One, first of all, it's very easy to be talking to and meeting multiple people at the same time. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, say, I don't know if y'all have internet dated, but if you have, you're on there and you have a profile maybe on a couple sites and you're talking to five on one site, 10 on another, and you know, you're talking to them all. So you could talk to somebody and then get their information mixed up with somebody else's, or you meet yeah, somebody yeah. great, but you know, maybe the grass is always greener with this other person. So why should try to meet them as well? And it's become very, very casual, I think as well. Lots of uh, lack of respect, like back in the day, you know, you would get a call on the phone and be asked out on a day a week in advance. Now, half the time, you just get asked out via text the same day. Wow. People, okay. You know, people break plans. People ghost you, which means you never hear from them again. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a term, yeah. is it? Well, the charm? No, I said that's a term. Is it that you, that you oh, would use? Ghosting? ghosting? Ghosting, yeah. Yes, Sorry, which I didn't make up. Yes, ghosting means yeah, like, yeah. say, you could be talking to somebody for weeks or you even meet them, have a great day, and then you never hear from them again. And I guess it's termed ghosting. That's what it's termed. So that's I mean, like. Laurie, I suppose Jermaine and I are very different. Jermaine's in a very caring relationship. I haven't dated for about 10 years. Um, it's not quite correct. I think we're, we're well, yes, I think you're, you're right in some ways. It's close. You know, I mean, perhaps not so much. Um, I've actually recently split up with my my son's mother. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, would you have any advice That's for me? Oh, the press. Recently split up. So, basically, I would say you are not ready to be dating. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Which is, I think, one of the big issues of, well, if you go on these sites, well, maybe you are ready to be dating. I shouldn't say that. But I think one of the biggest problems is, is with internet dating are people's expectations. So, or being self-aware as to should they be dating? Are they ready to be dating? If they are ready to be dating, what are they looking for and getting what they're looking for? Yeah. So like if you're, say it's me, I'm on a site. I only want to look so, look at somebody who's like relation, looking for a relationship. I don't want dating casually, physical only, whatever. And you find somebody who supposedly lists that they're looking for a relationship and they're not. They're just looking to get laid. So how so, do you know the difference on the sites? Like, how would you know the difference if you're talking to X? How do you know X you, just to be you don't know that You don't know the difference oh, okay. <laughs> because I think one of the reasons is people lie. And second of all, People who think they are ready are for a relationship are not ready for a relationship. Okay. Uh, presumably you'd have more... Laura, you'd have more understanding about that in terms of having trolled through it for such a long time. You'd probably understand more the signals that someone is thinking they're ready, but they're not. I right. guess for Jermaine, if he's just starting out, everyone sounds interesting and everyone sounds like they're, they're sincere. 
<laughs> right. I think people are not self-aware enough. That's uh -huh. one of the biggest problems. I mean, if you're looking to just stay casually or be physical, great. But just know that you are and don't tell somebody otherwise and just make sure you're on the same page with another person. But you but can't click on something. There's not a thing to click on, say, I'm, I'm interested in casual, not serious, or I'm interested in serious, not casual. Oh, There's yes, no there is. Oh, yes, there is. But people, oh, is. oh yeah, they lie. They lie what? or they think, no, they lie or they think they are. Like, okay, oh, I'm ready to date, date to lead to a relationship. And then you talk to them, well, they, you know, have issues with an ex or they've got issues with their kids or they okay. have issues with their family that's unresolved. Or, so they've got huge baggage when they're coming in to talk to you, basically. Yeah. And it can be baggage that can be fixed or just, we all have baggage, but no, just no, getting it organized or yeah. packed mm -hmm. correctly so it fits, yeah. you know what I mean? Everyone has issues, but... You say on the first date when you're having a, a, an ice cream sundae or something, yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's not, that sounds like such a sweet date, an ice cream sundae. No, See, that sorry, sounds I'm like... very old school. I'm older than you, so I'm very old school. I, that's what I said. I should have been born back in the day with uh, saddle shoes and poodle skirts going to the ice cream soda exactly. shops. Exactly. That's I what no I remember. I remember <laughs> yeah. those things. That's what I'm saying. It, to me, it's funny because I hear it now and it's... People told me it was like what you're saying, but I, I kind of refused to believe it because I thought, well, surely people aren't like that. I mean, sure. Because you're with, you, you said you, you've recently started a, a, a relationship with someone. How, yes. how did you, how could you, I, I want to say trust them given all the information that you've had that came into your book and everything. How can you, how could you, what was the signs that they weren't, all the things that you've labeled everyone else said? What were the signals that you could trust this person slightly more? Well, I can be very honest with you. I've been, I'm dating somebody. He is um, 58. He's divorced. He has two, he has five, well, four biological sons and one that he helped raise. And he still has a 15 and 17 year old living at home. And really, he's got a lot of baggage that he needs to get fixed. And I kind of, I told him, I wish I had known that before we started dating. Oh, so even, even with all your experience, you still kind of weren't certain about like, I'm trying to say that, that even you could be kind of have the wall full over your eyes a little bit in oh, terms yes. of... yes. Yes. Okay, but I okay. mean... So there no, yeah. There's no foul yeah. safe. No, there isn't really. I mean, and like, you know, he even said, you know, I, I really wasn't relationship ready. Okay. But he's been doing a lot of work since we've started dating. But, you know, because I want to start this internet dating website strictly for relationship ready people. And it'd be questions... Idea. Yeah, questions right. and vetting and he literally said to me i would not pass your questions i said no wow. you would not wow 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 you would not no that's and an he's interesting not, day in your yeah. relationship wasn't it you know yeah, that he it's hard. yeah. yeah. but he wasn't aware of that he has issues with his kids and his ex-crazy wife and he's working on them but he should have worked on them and got them all figured out before he supposedly was out there dating looking for a relationship so what gave me a little bit of faith was I accidentally last night watched this thing from the States called Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Is that with Patty, the tall yeah, blonde who yeah. looks like Elvira? Yes. And she doesn't stop chatting. So she like she's put, fixing people up with a date and she's chatting all the way through. Oh, why don't you get him a drink? Well, you know, it's like, oh, go away. But the funny thing was, these were all obviously um, millionaires and, and famous people and what have you. And even they were struggling to find... Mm -hmm. sincere honest people you know they, they it looked great there was a great day and then they did that thing that you said that, that ghosting thing ghosting. yes 
Yeah, it's so just a disaster. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, that have there been any... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Laurie. Um, have there been any funny situations or any unusual situations that you've you've been in? Like dating stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you guys got to read the book. I have a shitload. Excuse my mouth. <laughs> I, I thought there would be. Yes, yeah. I can give you one. I can give you. Yeah. So I can give you a couple. So like some very simple ones. I remember one time. And then I'll do a longer one. I remember very clearly, I had a guy, we were sitting at a bar and he literally said to me, I don't think I can handle your personality. I was like, wow. okay. So that was one. Then another guy said, you're not domestic did enough for me. Sorry, did he really say that to you? Oh yeah. And I was like, fine, good. Cause good. If you can't handle my personality, then I'm not interested. And another guy said to me, I don't think you're domestic enough for me. Whoa, <laughs> seriously. Wow domestic and then what? i had i had so here's a longer story i had met a guy <laughs> to online it is i met a guy online and we met <laughs> you know for our first meeting so i was living in the city at the time yeah. and i invite and i had a car but he didn't have a car and i invited him over to make him some dinner so to make a long story short he had to take a shit or a poop and didn't feel comfortable doing it in my apartment so he asked me to drive him to a public restroom please tell me you're lying oh wow oh no i was a poop show for yeah wow wow yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've literally stopped in my spot where i was walking yeah. i was walking around i've just stopped because that's just <laughs> so so wait so he so was he embarrassed doesn't mind. About he doesn't mind He's found it embarrassing to go toilet in your flat, but he's not embarrassed to ask you to drive him somewhere to go I toilet. know, exactly. <laughs> you know. Yes. How did you have that conversation? Uh, you know what? Somebody said, I did a, a different podcast, and somebody said to me, do you remember what your reaction was when he said that to you? And I honestly can't. All I, I remember know. is that the first public place I took him to wasn't a satisfactory, so I had to drive him to another one. Oh, so you have to do a tour of toilets. I had to do a tour of Cambridge, Massachusetts wow. for this guy to take crap. Wow. Wow. And yet he couldn't go in your flat because that would be embarrassing, right? I, for me, I'll poop whenever I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm no, gonna poop in your apartment. Well, I love the fact that he's like, sorry, I, I can't do it in your flat because it'd be embarrassing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're driving around the area so you can yeah. find a decent one I can use. Yeah. Wow, I don't know anyone like that. Sorry, I, I know a lot of people. I don't know anyone like that. If you're, if you're listening and you're like that, please drop us a line. Tell us you would have done the same thing. Oh, I would love to know. You know what's interesting, though, is I have know people or have definitely heard people say who they cannot take a poop in someone no, else's bathroom no, or accept no, their no, own place. No, 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 no. But that's different. No. If you can't do it in your own place, fine. That's all right, because then drop them home. That's not a problem. But if they want a tour of the city's toilets... <laughs> yeah, but what if you're somewhere else and you really have to go? I mean, I'm not going to hold it. I got to go. I, I'll go in a porta potty I'll go to truck stop. I'll go in your apartment. Like, it's a natural thing to do. Like... Uh, some of us have been to Glastering places. Listen, going to those places you just oh, mentioned are uh, uh, <laughs> a step up by a long way. But but what may, what I find still amusing is someone is saying to you, I respect you so much, I don't want to go to your toilet because it might leave the wrong impression. But could you drive me around the city to <laughs> find a decent <laughs> no. I just don't know anyone that could do that. That's a lot of fun to do that. that that's in my book. 
And then I dated somebody who was the opposite of that. So then this guy that I was in a relationship with, we were like at the beach, which was 45 minutes from where we live. And he had to poop, but he would not do a public restroom. So he made me drive like Mario Andretti, Super Mario, whatever, to go home so he could shit on his own toilet. And that was a disaster as well. Have you got something written on your car that says I do mobile toilet stops? I think I should call it the poop show for. Yeah, you, you should, because clearly people see you not only as a wonderful lady, but also as a <laughs> accessory to go to toilet in places they need to go. It's just a freaking disaster. It's a joke. It's like a comedy. The whole thing's a comedy. You've got to read the nonfiction book. There are so many stories in there. I, I, just, thought, I just thought of a name for your, for your uh, poop chauffeur organization. Poober. Don't feel comfortable oh, taking yeah. a poop where you're at. Call me up and I'll bring you to your yeah. next dump location. <laughs> so, uh, sample the delights of Minnesota along with the best toilets you can find in the city. <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous, wow. but I mean, some people wow. feel uncomfortable, but whatever. If I got to go, I got to go and I'm going. Exactly. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't, but but I love the, I love the fact that they're too embarrassed to go on your flat, which I get. Certain people want to leave a good impression with you. Yeah. And right. it might be a very negative impression. Right. <laughs> uh, depending on their dietary concerns. But, but they to ask you then to drive them around the city. I mean, I'd have just said, can I leave? I'll come back in an hour or next week or whatever. But <laughs> to find a good toilet. And that takes some doing. <laughs> Oh, wow. God, it's exhausting. That's all I need to so, say. So, okay, I've got a question I'd really like to ask you. Okay. Really, really like to ask you. What would you say? I'm not sure about your age because you said you're now I'm 49. 40, but you said you've been dating for 30 years. Yeah, I'm 49. But in England, you've been dating for 35 years or even 40 if you were 39. No, 49. Sorry, if you were, oh, were 49, I meant you'd be, you'd be you'd been dating for 35 years. Right. I, 30, yeah. I'm just yeah. checking. Yeah, I just say anyway. over 30 years. All right, that's fine, that's fine. So, <laughs> um, what would you say to the 20-year-old you starting out on the dating game with the experiences you've had over the past 20 years, 30 years, sorry. What, what would you say to that person, like in terms of what advice, what guidance would you give to the younger you? I definitely would not jump into things physically as quickly as I have in some instances in my life. Definitely hold back on the physical intimacy being so fast. Um, so a lot of people say that to me, a lot of uh, younger people say that to me. And do you think there's a pressure to do that then, is there? I, I think, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think the problem is, is one of the things is you need to like really know who you are, be self-aware, what you want, be confident in yourself. I think that it all starts there because we did a, a like a little seminar called you do you before you do somebody else, meaning, uh, take, you know what I mean? Like, what do you yeah. want? Are you yeah, are yeah. you like so desperately lonely you're gonna jump into bed with somebody and then regret it and get hurt, you know? Um, but looking back, isn't, isn't that what people do? Like, because there seems to be a lot of people that, that that fall into that trap. Oh no, I definitely I think so. There are, yeah. but you know, 
it's it's hard it's honestly it's just like really hard to know i know i would definitely say wait in that aspect um and you know, like 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 my first boyfriend or the guy like i supposedly fell in love with which i definitely was not in love with but he was like verbally abusive but i was okay. young and dumb i was like 21 now that okay. that shit wouldn't happen today yeah no i'd be gone like i'd be out you know what i mean but you're young you're dumb you're naive you yeah. think you're in love you're excited you're blind you're blind to all like the realities of the situation it would be kind of interesting maybe better if we could look back and like go from old to young regarding dating and mm. like our experiences and all the knowledge i've learned a lot especially since i started writing this book and doing like the singles events and like the zoom seminars we did one with a male and a female life coach um just we did a seminar with a male and a female life coach talking to just men telling them what women want and then the two life coaches did a seminar with women telling them what men want um we talked about the love languages do you guys know about the five love languages yeah 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 I do. yeah so we talked about that being aware of those like how are you going to find somebody that matches you if your love languages don't match and like i really didn't even think about that till later in life because mine are like physical touch and quality time Mm. So yeah. I need yeah. to you know, you know something that I found about the love languages is that what you might prefer to receive might be different to what you prefer to give. Yes, that's true. So for me I'm the same. I'm I love to give and receive affection and I love to give and and be around people. Like I would rather be in person doing our interview just to feel the energy than doing yeah, everything yeah, yeah. but yeah. but yeah. like if you are a person who loves physical touch and you're dating someone who is not affectionate at all that's not going to work mm. it's just not going to work or if you're a person who really likes words of affirmation and that person that falls on the bottom of something they think is important then your guys aren't going to work Well, um, I'm going to say what I've observed from a distance is that people change. Like we have this idea of child development, we don't have a child, an idea of adult development because, like you said, when you were young, your expectations and your needs were quite different to what they are now. Mm. Right. So, so we change. I, I look at people I was at college with, like yourself, and the difference with them now, when some of them are single and they're trying to date, compared to what they were like when they were younger. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a completely different human being. Oh, right. They're so different. You know, but they have developed a different way. They become older, grouchier. Like, I don't mean that in a horrible way. I don't mean that in a horrible way. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I I mean, oh, yeah. Or we just take less bullshit and we're going to put up with less. Right. But, but when yeah. you're young, you kind of, in a sense, attract the bullshit on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let me tell men you. And women. Yeah. Men and women that play for that bullshit, they kind of like... Oh hi! Um, I see you behind the. You know, it's like it's also immediate and sudden, and it could blow up in your face, or it could be wonderful and and and, and you put up with people for five years that you wouldn't put up with five days. Um, mm. You're in a different stage of your development, which is why so many adult people, like in their forties and fifties, talk to people in their twenties, going, "Oh, you should uh, wear different clothing," because they have been through that journey, and the young person hasn't. 
Right. Right. It's, it's, so, it's, you're right. I mean, I don't, there's, I don't think it's dating and relationships are not black and white. I think they're very gray. Yeah. I think it's, they're very difficult. I think one of the biggest problems is, is that people are not self-aware enough about themselves and the things that they need to fix in their lives in order to be ready to be successful in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think and also, you, you made me want to ask you a question, Laurie. You made me want to ask you a question. Because if I was serious about wanting to date and I went online, mm-hmm. and what you're saying is I would have to go to a couple of sites because obviously I want to get a, a spread of who who is available, whatever. Um, I'm talking to six or seven people. Well, although I'm looking for a serious relationship with one person, actually I'm, I'm, I'm harboring a, a harem at the moment because I'm talking to six or seven people mm-hmm. who, who potentially I could all see, if I was right. honest. Um, so it's kind of confusing that I'm trying to get a serious relationship, but I'm actually talking to about six or seven people. I wouldn't do that in real life. Right. You know, yeah. I, would, right. I would never do that in the street, go talk to someone and go, oh, hold on, I'm going to talk to five other people. I'll come back to you ne- uh, next week. Don't worry. Well, that's how that. it is. It's like a numbers game. Okay. It, it is. It's a numbers game. It's, I always so say, no, like, no, it's like fishing in a shallow man-made pond that's stocked okay. every day. Okay. And you can't stop that. You can't change the pattern of that, can you? You can't say, well, I'm only going to talk to one person because it might spend six months and it go nowhere. And yes, you know, lost that time, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you could if you want, but I think you're going to waste your time because at the yeah. end of the day, yeah. you, yeah. But after six months, I also do not think that you should talk to somebody for a long period of time. I think you should meet as soon as possible. Oh, no. Sorry. I meant, I meant, I meant was, um, <clears throat> Say you met them a few times and they're nice, uh-huh. but you're not still not certain for both of you if that's going to work. Right. You're 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 now in December and and you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. And you spent half a year cultivating that one relationship. I see what you're saying now. No, I think six months you should just be with that one person. I'm talking like in the beginning. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So again, like, I'm, I'm slightly yeah. older. Was a kind of now I see it much more about if you can't go six months with cultivating together it's probably not going to work but I'd need six months to be sure because I don't want to jump in yes well but that thing is you both have to be on the same page it's called communication so that say you're doing you've been dating someone for six months and you think she's great but you're still not sure and she's like totally in love but you've not communicated that you're still dating and she hasn't communicated that she thinks you're not still dating and you're just dating each other so So that's the problem that's the problem right there that's why people are getting hurt so it's not only communication it's also honesty oh god people are horrible at being honest they don't have enough balls that's why everything is done over text that's why people break up over text that's why people don't call back yeah okay. yeah it's like texting is the worst thing that could happen to dating because it's like the suckers the suckers way out of being an adult and acting way. like an adult it's the coward's way out it's, you know it is. it's children, a coward's way children, out children text each other when they're you know they're 15 too scared to say to her you know you should be doing that whatever age people are when they're older yeah but that's all they do that's basically i don't know the percentage but i bet you that's how 80 percent of dating communication happens is texting wow. i don't know if that's the right percentage but that's how it is well, that's I, how I, people I yeah, you've been, yeah you've been I, I would imagine that it's quite high 
Um, but the the thing that be a good intermediary. So you have if you're on two or more websites that potentially could be slightly different on each and you can kind of work out what it is that you want based on the response I guess oh. theoretically yeah. um, and it also depends on what site you're on like are you on a tinder which I guess is a hookup site or are you on a paid site but you know at the end of the day I don't think they make much of a difference at all because some of these paid sites like eHarmony that cost a ton of money or Match, I mean, I've been on them. I didn't meet anybody. The guy I'm dating now, I met on Plenty of Fish, which is like a free site, which is supposed to be the hookup site. And we've been dating for like 10 months. So I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. People are like, okay. oh, I'm never okay. gonna, you know, use a, a free site because people who are serious are only gonna pay money. And that's not the truth. If you're listening. Because every time I think of a question, she's answering it before. Because that was going to be my next question. I have used eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, Zeus, E. Um, it sounds Bumble. like you've been on, on a, a number of game shows when you say those names. I've not even heard no, of it. It is. Dating is a game show. It's like a game show. I say it's a roller coaster, and I say it's a never-ending Seinfeld episode on repeat. That's what it is. <laughs> that is quite a statement. That is quite a statement. My book is not a self-help book. I claim that. I claim that in the beginning. Yeah, the way you're talking, I wouldn't have suggested it would be. But it, what's interesting yeah. is it shows, it shows examples of where... The, the pitfalls and the and the and the quicksand that you sort of tread on as you're walking through that kind of journey. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. I say it's that. Yeah, it's not. I say it in the beginning of the book. I said, if you're looking for dating advice, do not read this book. Yeah, it no, is not a self-help book. It's just a funny, raunchy, raw, in-your-face look at the reality of the ridiculousness of dating. So let's just, you know, grab a drink, put on your comfy clothes read a book nod your head in like agreement that oh my god that makes sense or oh thank god someone else has dealt with that like i have or it is not a self-help oh, to be honest sorry if there's anyone listening that makes movies i would strongly suggest that they come and do a, a movie about your book because it's yeah. there's so much rubbish on tv at the moment and that would be just <laughs> compulsive viewing really well, somebody, but my, I have a mentor, a writing and business mentor, and she thinks I should do a one-woman show. Well, I, I tell you. Yeah, I know. I went to school for dance and theater, though. So. Yeah, we'll fix up the venues in London for you. Don't worry about that. All right. Hey, you guys want to be my agents over there? Let's yeah, get sure. going. I mean, Jermaine is an agent <laughs> for everyone. Whenever we talk to anyone, he always ends up being their agent because he's, he's that good oh. guy. He's that kind of guy. I think it would be a funny audio book or one woman show. Well, don't be surprised if you get contacted by TV shows to sort of put on a, you know, like Sex in the City, not Sex in the City like like that series, but more like a, I mean, like a reality show. Yeah. 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 But a real show based on all of the true situations I've encountered. Like they're real. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fiction. It's not a fiction talking to you you're quite a fun person so you know it's like oh, I, could think of, I could think of worse things to do than to spend an evening with you having a glass <laughs> of wine Sunday you know what I mean in terms of 
if you're having those experiences, what well, those poor people that don't have quite your personality, quite your drive, that are probably having a more hard time. Oh yeah, they are, and like, but you know, it's it's I say, I say it's dating is like an addiction. It's so bad for you, <laughs> and the side effects are horrible. But you just keep doing it over and over and over, hoping for a better outcome because oh, wow. you want to meet somebody. And that's in the book. I said it like drag. It grabs you by the neck. It drags you across the floor, but you just keep going back to it because most people want to be in love they want a companion so but it is it's like an addiction and i always say okay i'm gonna stop nope then i'm gonna try it again then i'm like no fuck it this time i'm really done nope then i'm doing it again (laughs) so i'm gonna invite our viewers i'm gonna invite our listeners to contact you but i want them to be painfully aware every time you offer a glimmer you sample on it pretty quickly as well so you bring the reality home as well (laughs) Oh yeah, this isn't bullshit, people. This is the reality of the situation. I love it, but I just think it's uh, it's every time you 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 spend ten minutes giving us a little glimmer of it could be, and then that. But listen, don't be kidding. You're still going to get dragged all over the place. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, like a cave woman did to a caveman did to his cave woman, just grab you by the hair. But then again, it's awful for guys too. So. The book is for men and women. It's not just a book for women. It's... I mean, the rules have changed so much. I mean, I remember I did, I did this for a little bit about 10 years ago. I did a couple of sites. Um, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't that I wasn't ready to date. I just didn't understand the, the language of the internet. So I phoning people the next day going, that was great. And they're like not answering their phone because apparently you're meant to leave about a few days before you contact the person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of these stuff. I'm just... Like straight down the middle I'll just tell you how I feel and I was like I'm phoning people and no one's answering back I'm like okay cool they should be I should be well you know what I think is funny is that there's so many relationship and dating coaches and I'm like okay well wait a minute on match.com I so I did statistics in my book and this was based on 2020 so in 2020 there was almost 10 million users just on match.com and there are 8,000 dating websites and apps and match.com in 2020 was said to be worth uh 21 billion dollars wow so why are there so many single people and so many dating sites if these relationship and dating coaches really know what they're talking about well okay we need to do a second one with you about (laughs) about about that topic in itself we need to do a second (laughs) pod with you i'm gonna start my own relationship and dating coach but it's going to be real shit. It's going to be like, you are an asshole, get a set, and buck up. No, That's what mine's going to be like. Jermaine, can we invite Laurie back? I want her to do <laughs> a, a half an hour session of telling people exactly how it should be and how it is. None well, you can have people, can you have people call in and ask me questions and I can well, give it to we're them? We're happy straight. to have that. Ooh, the problem yeah. is, we don't, we'll we don't we know how that, because some people are there listening at three in the morning sort of things. So I don't know how realistic it is. Well, um, you could have questions in advance. Get questions in yeah. advance and I can answer Let's them. Let's do that. That will be so much fun to do. Let's do that. I would love that because I do want to, I do, uh, my mentor, uh, she's phenomenal. She had a um, book on Oprah and she's a yeah. lawyer and a broadcaster and she has like a, a life coaching Cla- uh, program I want to take, but right now financially I can't afford it. But I want to start my own dating and relationship. But it's not going to be. Well, how do you feel about that? And maybe you can do this. I'm going to be like, look, get your shit together. Yeah, get your shit together. You're not ready to date. This is what yeah. you need to do. Right, you need to like, come back on. 
Jermaine, we need to invite her back on. We'll do a half an hour session. Even if it's me and you asking her questions on behalf of everyone else, we can totally go through this. I'd love to do that with you. It's so much fun. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm serious. Like, it's enough of this foo-foo. I see a life coach now who I really like. I have gone to him by myself and with my boyfriend, and he's not the, well, what do you think of it? And what do you think you should do? He's like, this is what you need to do. You got to do the homework I give you or nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? He's like more in your face. Like, you got to do the gotta do the job to get the stuff gotta do the work to get the job done if you want to see results get off your ass stop moaning and groaning and do what i tell you that's it so la- ladies and gentlemen if you want to get ask any questions to this amazing person laurie <laughs> we're gonna have a, a, a second a second episode on july the 4th july the 4th oh yeah that's uh... <laughs> Independence Day. I like that. Exactly. I yeah, I'm going to light, light off some fireworks, that's for exactly. sure. So if you've got any questions about dating on Independence Day, drop a line or phone up. <laughs> we, will, we will do a session with Laurie where we look at the realities of this. None of this, oh, everything's going to be lovely and shine along the dotted line and in three weeks you'll have eight partners. None of that nonsense. No, no. It's not it's lovely reality. or easy or anything. Right. So just three fuck up, grab a drink and get ready. A pint of Ben three and three. Jerry's, whatever you need to do because it's yeah. going to be a process. True dating, no bullshit. That's what we're going to call that one. Oh, I love that. That would be a great name for a segment. True dating, no bullshit. That's what we're doing. That July the 4th. Be there or miss out all the questions you could have had. <laughs> sure. And uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us today, Laurie, to uh, come and talk you. about your book and about the dating world and online. Um, it's been wonderful. Thank you. It's, yes, uh, make sure you guys uh, go to the website. It's datingwhatthefuck.com. Uh, we're going to do definitely now that. And people, contact us. If, you, if you've if you remained as cheerful and as positive in the, in your own way as Laurie has after 30 years of meeting the wrong kind of uh, a-hole, <laughs> um, please contact us and let us know that you've also been in that situation. We're curious yeah. and we're yeah. anarchic. So we want you to be as wild as you can or as open as you can be. Yeah, on, on I'd love to answer podcast. questions. And definitely, definitely read the book because it is funny, nonfiction, in your face. You can find it on Amazon. It's on my website, datingwhatthefuck.com. It's on Amazon in ebook and in print. Um, it's just a funny, funny, good read. And I also have a line of singles t-shirts I created to go with hey. the book. And those are on the website. Yes, mm. come on. Okay, well, thank you so much. You have been a blessing. You've been sunshine on a rainy day, literally. Aww, thank you, guys. I would love to talk to you again. We should do it. Let's do a question and answer. He's the technical advisor of that team. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for letting me be on your show. And I love your yeah, accents. I love the British we accent. Love we love oh, you. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. No, we love it. And it's been a pleasure. And I'm only going to ask one thing of you for the July the 4th session. Well, I don't know if I can do July 4th, but. You're committed we, now. I'm sorry. I, I, don't this be sounds a like a relationship. You can't not don't turn up. <laughs> no, I definitely want to do it. We should pick a date. Maybe it's something we could do like once a month or something. Yeah, why not? That'd be fun. But oh, I'm going to say before you come on again. Yes. You do have to tell us the name of that station. Oh, God, it begins with a C. No, no, no. You've got, you've got a month or whatever to look into it, but I'm saying you need to tell us what it was. Two but, stations in London no, that begin got, with a C. 
you have got probably 60 people listening in guessing now what station you're talking about. So, no, it's not. And in a month's time, that you're going to find fun. out the name of the station. What are the stations that begin with underground stations that no, begin with a C? You're going to tell us the name in a month. It's like a raffle. You're going <laughs> to announce the name in a month's time. Oh, it's not Camden. Is it? No, it's not Camden. No, it's not Camden. It's definitely not Camden. In a month's time, listen in, people. You'll hear the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us, Larry Hardiker, and talking about yeah. what the fuck it is available online. On I your figured Amazon it out. Show. I think it's Covent Gardens. Ah. Uh, we, we don't know. We're still going to come back in a month to be certain. We don't do bullshit here. We do truths. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you guys all. so much. Pleasure. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you this is the <laughs> Podcast with Brunch with Naomi Osaka. And we have been sat with Laurie Hardiker talking about her book, Dating What the Fuck. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.